Good morning, everyone. Happy Hump Day. It's Lee Henson here, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's edition of the Daily Stand-Up. Without any further ado, let's get started. Today, someone sent in an article. I love when you guys do this. So if you have an idea for an episode of the Agile Dad Daily Stand-Up, please send it over to Learn More, L-E-A-R-N-M-O-R-E at AgileDad.com. And we promise we'll do the best we can to get your idea or your article review or whatever you have onto the Daily Stand-Up podcast. Today, one of my students sent in an article from a gentleman named Ben Linders. It says, a confession of my agile sins. So I had an opportunity to read through this. Uh, I'll confess, I did not listen to the podcast first. I probably should do that, Ben. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and listen to that here in a few minutes. But I love the concept of what he was trying to show here. He talks about setting up something along the lines of an agile confessional. Uh, and he talks about the sins that were confessed and the things that were brought to the attention. And the first sin that he talks about that came from his agile confessional is uh, he admitted he was managing his project in a command and control way, even though he insisted on trying to be agile. Now, let me tell you, this happens more than you think. Uh, oftentimes we come in with cognitive bias or preconceived notion and we believe that uh, we know better, or we know that someone can manage something better, or we know that this person is the best person for the project, or we know that it should be handled this way, or we know this team should be addressing it. When in fact, you know, we, we should be allowing things to kind of percolate and form as they should. You know, we shouldn't go in with a pre-described plan that we start assigning activities and people to certain projects or products. This takes away the team member's ability to really uh, self-organize and self-regulate and to get the things done that they need to do. It's amazing how sometimes the very thing that you are paid to do, make sure things get done, gets in the way of you making sure you get things done. I think the key here is that you have to understand that the team is not there to fail intentionally. The team is there to do the best they can to try to produce you know, a high-quality amount of work. And I think that sometimes we get stuck in this micromanagement mode. And I think that instead of being a micromanager, we need to really back off, give it a rest, let the team do their thing, and see if we can't get them back in a place where they feel good about the work that they're doing. And uh, let the bygones be bygones. You know, Begin to trust the team, uh, lean on the feedback from the stakeholders, and figure things out, because what I can tell you is the less pressure you put on a team, the better you're going to be. The second sin that he brings up here is uh, that he never shared a story about when he finally got back on a horse, how he turned a project around. Now, I can tell you, this is both a healthy and a hard pill to swallow. Let me explain. Sometimes it's hard for us to talk about all the things we did wrong or how we were the reason the team wasn't successful as a coach or as a trainer or as a scrum master, but I think it's still incredibly important to help organizations and help people learn that we share the information that we have, that we share what we learn, that we share you know, the good, the bad, and the indifferent. If we don't talk about how we're struggling and why we're struggling and what happened, and you know, if it begins to feel like this normal drudgery that we have to go through every day, and, and we, don't, we don't try to solve the problems. We don't try to make things better. And then when we do make things better, if we never tell anybody about it, it's like locking ourselves away in a tower. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of one of my daughter, my youngest daughter, her favorite movie or one of her favorite movies is uh, Tangled, the story of Rapunzel. And we always talk about how 
Mother Gothel locked her in a tower. Now, jokingly, I always tell my daughter that Mother Gothel had good intent, and that she was just trying to protect sweet Rapunzel, and that she mother knows best, right? And that she wanted to do the right thing. But how often are we that in the position of that mother? How often are we trying to protect the team and shield them from the things that might hurt them, when in actuality, those are the very things that are going to help the team grow and, and, and you know gain a better understanding of what we're trying to do? You know... What I can tell you is there are lots of solutions that work themselves out. So my sin is that oftentimes when people come to me, you know, whether it's in the podcast or in other means and ask me to read an article or to listen to something, oftentimes I say, you know, I just don't have time and I try to pound through and, you know, deliver a message. So I'm going to serve my penance, and in this case, Ben, my penance is going to be that I'm going to listen to not just this episode, but many episodes that you produced of your podcast to see if I can, uh, you know, give you a shameless plug here and maybe, you know, get some more listeners for you, some more subscribers. Because what I can assure you is, if we all work together to make the world a better place, you know, we can lose ourselves in the service of others and really see agility shine through. So as of today, I, I feel good about being sin free. I feel good about having my my absolution uh, process begin. And, you know, I, I'm just really excited for the new things that are happening. There's a lot of pressure in the world today, a lot of things going on. And one thing that I know is that uh, I remember the pandemic. Uh, well, I don't remember it personally, but I remember studying the pandemic of the 1900s. And um, in the early 1900s, people were frustrated. People were at their wit's end. People, you know, people just didn't they didn't feel right but what came out of it the roaring 20s and all the the evolution of music and arts and science and all the things that happened that brings me hope and uh, it, it energizes me and it makes me feel excited for the things that are yet to come so i hope you have a wonderful and amazing wednesday and i look forward to spending more time with you this week and do tune in to the Daily Stand-Up Podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. There's lots of amazing episodes on here with lots chock full of uh, great information. Also, we always have great information available for free right now at AgileDad.com. So until next time, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Do take care.